This is Sober Reference. You're listening to A Sober Snack, bite-sized tips and tricks that will help you stay sober today. We share more cost-free resources on our website, www.soberreference.com, and hope that you'll connect with us on social media. Search Sober Reference now and look for our logo. For more information about today's guest, visit our show notes. We hope that you find this content valuable and leave feeling inspired to drink less, live more, and meet your potential. Enjoy. When asked, what can I get you to drink? What do you say? If I'm out, then usually I'll do a mocktail. And if they don't have mocktails on the menu, then I ask them to make me one. <laughs> Especially if they're a bar that serves cocktails already, I know that they have the stuff to to make it. So uh, I'll be like, can you just make me like a sweet fruity mocktail? Um, otherwise, I'll just do like a soda water with lime or sometimes I'll still do a coffee even like late, late night. And if I'm at someone's house, I usually bring my own kind of seltzers. So water, coffee, anything easy. I'm always like, if I'm at someone's house, I don't want to put them out. So if they have like, if they have a sparkling water, I'll have that. Otherwise I can just be easy and like whatever they have is fine. <laughs> Even if that's just a water, then so be it. During your sobriety, what new belief, behavior, or habit has most improved your life? It's not necessarily a belief, but I think I've just gotten so much more confident in myself. So whether that's believing in my ability to go be at a party without like a social lubricant or go do something really scary. I just flew sober for the first time this weekend and I'm terrified of flying. I always got drunk to get through the flight or getting through a really, really sad time without drinking. So I think just my belief in like my ability to do things that are hard without having to drink. What advice would you give to a smart driven adult that's getting sober for the first time? I think that if I could go back in time and tell myself something, it would be that how early sobriety feels and how hard early sobriety feels isn't how longer term sobriety feels. Because I remember just feeling I, I really had to grieve alcohol. It was such a huge grieving process for me. And it's so hard when you're in that place to imagine that that's not how it's going to feel forever. So I would really just say like, I promise you that if you can just get through the early hard months, like it's your life just opens up for you so much. And so just trusting that like this too shall pass, it's not going to last forever. Um, and it's so worth I look back now on all the hard days I had and there were so many of them and I'm like it was so worth it like I would do it all again because it was so worth it for how much happier and better my life is now is there advice that you've heard that you think they should ignore I think everything is valuable for different people so I think that it's not necessarily about ignoring a piece of advice I think take what works for you and leave the rest like I remember hearing certain mantras that didn't resonate with me and it's okay if they don't resonate with you because we're all so different and there are so many different paths to it that like if something doesn't resonate you leave it out resonate with you then just leave it out and take what does like I remember something a really popular sober mantra is your worst day sober is better than your best day drunk that didn't feel true to me I was like I had some fun times when I was drunk. I've had worse days sober than than I have had drunk. But so I flipped it for myself and I said my worst day sober is better than my best day hungover. I was like, that feels true to me because a hangover was a real low. So I think it's just about like if you need to reframe something for yourself, then then do that and just find what works best for you because everyone's different. Is there a particular area of your life kind of significantly transform in the last two years or more significantly, I should say, that you would like to celebrate and speak to? I think under health, just my mental health, because sobriety or like drinking caused me 
a lot of anxiety. And that was the big thing that really gave me the push to get sober is that in the end, no matter how much I even drank, no matter who I was drinking with, even it was if it was just immediate family, I would wake up in the morning feeling like the lowest of the low, feeling crippling anxiety, feeling like, what did I do? What did I say? Are people mad at me? Like unable to shake it. And I was drinking so much at that point that I felt like I was either drinking or anxious about my drinking at all times. So I think definitely, definitely my mental health improved so much. When you have a thought about alcohol, what do you tell yourself or what actions do you take to help you remain sober? I still have thoughts about drinking, but it's never, it never anymore. It doesn't go so far as to be like, I'm actually tempted as if I might do it. Um, It never goes that far anymore. But definitely the thought of like romanticizing alcohol sometimes um, comes into my mind. And still what I do to this day is just play the tape forward. Like as much as it seems like such a nice idea and I imagine how good that first drink or two will feel, then I have to be like, okay, follow it through. (laughs) How are you going to feel at the end of the night? How are you going to feel tomorrow? That still is what I have to do is I really just have to remember how drinking used to make me feel because it's so easy to look back with rose-colored glasses and only remember the fun times. And so I just always remind myself, like, if I'm going to think about it, then think about the whole entire picture. Don't don't only remember the good parts because that's where you're going to get trapped or you're not going to be honest with yourself. I think that stories like yours are so important to share because I think when people are kind of struggling with their relationship to alcohol, I think sometimes if they read up on sobriety stories where someone is so like maybe physically dependent or got a DUI or lost their job, I think people sometimes read sobriety stories and they're like, well, that's not me. So like, I'm okay. I don't need to stop. And I think it's so important to see other stories represented. So maybe someone who had a similar relationship with it to you where they're like, well, I didn't black out all the time. I could still have one or two then hearing you say, yeah, that was me as well, but I still got sober and it still changed my life so much for the better because it still was affecting me. I think it is so important to like let those people see themselves be represented in the sober community. When you're asked, why don't you drink? What do you say? It really depends on the person. It depends on the context, the situation, depends how I'm feeling that day. Um, Sometimes I'll just say, yeah, like me and alcohol weren't a good mix anymore. Or sometimes I say, I didn't love the way it was making me feel anymore. Or sometimes I say, yeah, alcohol caused me a lot of anxiety. So I stopped, started drinking a lot during the pandemic. Um, Kind of that kind of stuff. I don't get too deep into it. But yeah, some variation of that usually. Thanks for listening to Sober Reference. We hope you found this content valuable and are leaving feeling inspired to drink less, live more, and meet your potential. You can find more cost-free resources on our website, www.soberreference.com. We hope that you'll connect with us on social media, search Sober Reference now, and look for our logo. Great job taking in sober positive content today. Until next time, this is Sober Reference, and we are so glad that you're here.